0: Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? I oh, love Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Oh. We're good. Let's do it. So this is the first ever inaugural Fake Friends podcast. Couldn't be any more excited to talk about who knows whatever we want. But um yeah, what's going on, dude? Shit, not much. I yeah. yeah. yeah same old thing yep Ain't <laughs> nothing new under the sun but uh yeah yeah so um yeah wow, wow
1: there's a lot there's a lot there's a
0: whole lot uh, yeah no but the reason why we wanted to do this obviously um the start of it was we always want to do a podcast um you know talk about so many different things you know sports music you know movies anything you name it you know current events um just have conversations anything cool everything cool yeah anything anything that just interests us you know we want to talk about like you know I will just start a podcast and started out with talking about you know like the music that we do um a long journey with that of um you know beginning when when we first met to when we first started out to what we wanted to do to how that transitioned to where we are now to this album we're putting out in two weeks from um, this recording and talk about the journey and then continuing on for, you know, future episodes being about whatever we want to talk about, whatever topic on top of what we're currently doing with music. So I think it'll be a good, uh good show for sure. Yes. Yeah, good you know, good, good you know, podcast. One of the best ever. Yeah, one of the best to do it. Speaking that? of that, you know, I remember, I remember um, the first time. I don't think it was the first time. No, this might have been the first time we met because you didn't come to practice like the first week. And uh K Dolo, Kenny Rollins had been at practice with me. And he was like, You gotta meet my boy, my roommate. He makes music also. So I think it was in front of 79 where we where the bus used to pick up. Mm-hmm. And uh the first thing you asked me was like, so, uh, this is the first thing you asked me <laughs> you were like, so, uh, do you, um, do you uh, when you're making your beats, you start with like, yeah, you like like uh, your instruments first or your, your drums? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you know, it just depends. Oh yeah, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I even knew what I was doing. Yeah, like I that's why it's funny. Cause sure. I had no, I had no fucking idea. I think I was still yeah. taking classes with like Brad and two of the kids learning out, you know, music notation and shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember was, that, was, that was funny. I was sick. Yeah, I was sick for like 2 weeks with like viral bronchitis and he used to come back cuz we were roommates to the dorm just be like, "Yo man, you got to meet like our shortstop." He does stuff that you do. You guys would be friends. i are like, "All right, cool." And then <laughs> that was that. Showed up to practice one day, it was like, "Yo, you want to come over one day?" You're like, "Yeah." We've been hanging out ever since. <laughs> So yeah, that um yeah, that was funny. And then shit from there it was just kind of meeting um up after practice really and just
1: I think um, yeah, because
0: I think I think actually from there we met up a few times. I remember I remember texting, I think, Kenny, and I was like, yo, I'm finna come over. And he responded to me, he was like, What is finna? I spelled like F I in it. He was like, What is finna? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you what do you mean? That was probably me too. No clue. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. do you mean? No clue, um, but then yeah. I think we did. I think we made that on my grind record, um, in in the basement of the Commodore. Oh yeah, Yeah. That was like yep. the first record, first record we did. Um And then I don't really recall. You might no recall theory, oh, no theory, no knowledge. No, yeah, nothing. no knowledge. Nah, just, just like just kind of like oh, this by sounds ear. good. Yeah, yep. all by ear. Yep. Um, yep. And for whatever reason, both verses were twenty-four bars. For some reason, because n- you you hate sixteen-bar verses, so I didn't know. I didn't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> was I didn't know how to count. That's why I didn't know how to count the uh, bars. I thought I thought eight bars was um, was the whole song. Like yeah, it was like pretty much the whole song, <laughs> or like I was doubling like so it was like really longer than it was. So like a sixteen-bar verse was really you said like, like thirty-two. Like I didn't understand. Yeah, and- I thought base, like I was counting a bar as two bars because I remember live, I remember live, I live remember writing I remember writing that record and I'm just like yo when's the hook come? Cause it just kept going. <laughs> no it's coming <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going. Yep. Um yep. but then I don't really recall after that how uh how we got our you know our, our compadres involved um the infamous soundproof group and I kind of formulated organically from from really the All my grind record. Um I think I think you actually and told me like, "Yo, Deuce makes music." It was like, "Yo, we." That's like, what it was. It was yeah, something like that. I think he, he mentioned something, and then people just being interested, and then Drew lived across uh, from me, uh, and he was hands. into music. So we just had a bunch of guys into music, and yeah. So we just everyone just used to kind of just hang out, and it wasn't really so much like. Other than that, it was just really just a hangout, making the basement, music like yep. me or you. The guys just being there writing. It was kind of like, oh, we should like make some songs. It was really nothing like, oh, we want to be like this group and like, you know, make a label, like, be signed. It was just more like, let's just hang out, make music, watch movies, do dumb kid shit, and yeah, have fun. And yeah. Now was was speaking? Yeah, speaking of that, was um, oh shit. What was the first? Was Memories the first record, or was Dreams? No, nah, it, it was probably memories collectively that memories, sampled. Right? Um yeah, Drew. Well, Drew was awesome because he always used to back up real quick. So for me personally at that time, yeah. I was still pretty good at like making um like tracks of beats on my own, like with virtual instruments and stuff. Yep. But where my head was at was like, oh dude, fucking sampling, dude, that fucking hip-hop shit. Like, I wanted to sample, I wanted to master sampling. So Know, from all like, like yeah so so i was really into like sampling i'm like oh it's easy i could just take a loop no one's heard and like you know do what i do with it so drew would give me just songs i never heard before from artists and um yeah that was one he gave me a ton of good stuff but the first one was from uh i think like postal service i forget that yeah. was the name of the artist yeah. of the song i, I think that was used them, in, like a song. ups commercial yeah Took the intro and he actually helped make it. I remember him playing like the piano. Cause I was like, oh, like make a piano like this. Cause I didn't know what I was doing.
1: We did like a line.
0: Just give him a background on, on Sullivan Hayes. The guy never went to class Threw like 87 miles an hour. Fastballs, camera, uh, curveball. This guy was a uh, legend. Stayed this in his room. He yep. just stayed in his room. He was just the coolest on dude guitar. ever. Did. He had a guitar and just chilled. Yep. Probably got high all the time too. And, then just and like, watched like, a know, ton of movies. Watched a bunch of movies. Never slept. I don't know how he did yep. that. He also recorded the first win in school history. So he's a legend. Cause yeah. uh, he probably would have got drafted if he just stuck with it. But who knows? Yeah, He's he's the man for making memories and, and dreams for sure. Yeah. So have an important that. So then obviously uh, the guys, um, yourself and the boys, um, you know, Ryan, Deuce, Jay, and and uh, even Kenny, this is before you. Yep. Everyone, you know, they're just there. Wrote on it, and then we thought the song was cool. So then we're like, "Oh, dude, we should probably get like some chick to sing on this." Just heard oh, when we met that girl, but I have, was like, "Oh, dude." I think you told sing. me. I because remember I wasn't living on campus then, and you hit me and was oh, like, "Yo, yeah. we met this girl in the high house." Oh yeah, and I can't. Anyway, I so cats, we, I mean, can. so I just went up to this girl and was just like, "Yo, you want to sing this record?" She's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "Wow, that's cool." <laughs> so she she did that, and then um, from there, it was kind of like. I don't know. Let's make some more stuff. This sounds good. So, yeah, just kind of it just, um, just kind of turned into like a snowball. and then that's when like the tracks like dreams were yeah. made that were samples and all those other ones. But what's funny is getting back to the um, recording of memories, we went to our school studio, not knowing how to do anything, and we just straight finessed <laughs> recording Pro Tools in one of the uh, movie departments. I'm pretty. I'm pretty, sure Linny, I'm pretty sure Lenny. I'm pretty sure Lenny. And he's like, "Yo, you you uh, you know how to use this?" We were just like. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we get in there, we look at each other like, I don't fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> not at all. Like, all right, hey, yo, it's what's funny about that is they didn't have a, no, yeah. they didn't have a studio. They didn't have a studio. They had an ADR room for yeah. voiceovers. Yeah. And and I go up there and I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure we can just go record this at the school because they got a booth and we can rent the equipment. And we go up there mm-hmm. we rent the equipment. He asked us if we know what we're doing. We tell him, "Yeah, had no fucking idea what we knew what to do." We get in there. I to sure ask him, him how had, to record. I'm pretty sure we had to ask him how to record. Like, we were we like, did. Yo, and he look at these dudes like, "Oh man, they're about to steal like six everything." Of us. Six yeah. of us in there, didn't well, no, know how to record us, shit. Us first went there. Us just us two. Oh, that's right. Because I think we did on my grind first. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing we recorded was on my grind, and we did that there. Yeah, um, yeah that's 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 a that's a deep rooted backstory right there because that is the that is the foundation of this artwork that's sitting behind us right now. That's the foundation yeah. of, of Fate Friends really right there is just, you know, yep. that it started out kind of figuring it out on your own and then um, you know, you, you cross paths with a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. uh, from that, we from that we turned out a, I think even a great project called Simplicity you um, still slap it today. Uh, you had mm-hmm. a bunch of, how old were you, 19, 20? Um. Yeah. Nineteen. We did that in nineteen. So I was 17, 18. Uh mm-hmm. Jay Deuce and, and Q when in was same age, around the same age. But we're on there rapping bars. Have no idea what we're talking about. Probably. I mean, conscious rap. That's just like just just hard lyrical. It's amazing to think that we did that at like that time. And that. In right. That, yeah. Like you could listen to the record Dreams and be like, God damn, this is inspiring. Like I'm about this to change it. my life. It makes it makes no and sense. It's written that, like, by a bunch of kids. Day kids yeah. just literally just writing shit and then Crazy. we did that um and then it kind of took off i think we actually inspired that old department too because they put a studio in yeah. in the building a year later yep. <laughs> because of us you know because yeah, of us because yeah, we just showed up like yo we're just trying to record trying yep. to record and then we met the legend sanjay and when we met when we yes. met that guy we met him at the perfect time when we were just like hey mm-hmm. all right we got this rap group uh we should put a mixtape out because that was still cool to do man so we grabbed a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Whole bunch of industry beats and just started going to the studio at school never slept recorded a whole bunch of bars learned how to mix that shit on our own thanks to sanjay and pretty much he's he was youtube university before youtube university was a thing yeah in all honesty sanjay everything he yeah. told us about mixing to this day
1: was Still so
0: on point and you know i i studied a lot of st- Stuff and it's like everything he said with gain staging and how you want to hit plugins with like your signal and everything with compression. You can like he told us the right way from the jump. So, oh, all of that shit one thing I even one though thing we, I vividly remember and I still do it. And I'm just like, it has to be this way is you cut, compress, boost. And that's just because I remember him telling us that in the studio. He was like, yo, you can't compress the shit if you don't do this first. And I'm just like, why does it make so much sense? Right? I yeah, there's no clean the signal. <laughs> yeah, clean the signal. <laughs> like, but, I don't even know what but, that means. But, but what's crazy is is I actually, I, I will, um, more often than not, I will compress before I, I EQ. Yeah, so it, it, you learn more. You learn right. more, like you learn the right. tools more. I just remember him giving us tips that like still stick mm-hmm. to this day. Um, because no, they are phenomenal so, tips. Right. That was so, so crucial in that yeah. whole, that whole mixtape process, which was hard because you had, I think, I think we sat down, Soundproof, this was, um, was this before or after we did an actual live show? This was this before. Was before. This, was, this, yeah. was, this was before. So, this before we did a live show, but we sat down and we're like, all right, we just we made the simplicity in. Um, we we need to make like a mixtape, I guess, for just rapping, like where we mm-hmm. could just rap bars, you know? And mm-hmm. we did that. And there were some hard bars on these. I mean, I can't find them because my hard drive doesn't work, but like, what's your yeah, name is what those on those records? There? Yeah, Deuce, Deuces is on there. Hot Toddy yeah. is on there. I mean, some infamous yeah. tracks from those times where we just rapped on, we mixed mm-hmm. them ourselves. Um, For Nine AM in Dallas, whatever it was. Nine, called. Yeah, uh, five AM in Dallas. Five AM in MC, Dallas. Fancy, which is crazy because the dudes yeah. like they all did hard verse stuff. So like I think that thing is. I think that's special that we did that because it just taught us so much. Uh, and it sounds good of, too in terms of making music and it sounds good and that and like mm-hmm. that was there was no auto-tune because we didn't even know how to use it didn't know how to get it didn't know where to get nope. it from had no nope. idea and we're just in the studio and i remember if you go in the 79 busted right down the hall it was almost like we had our own like we were students but it was like going to a professional studio for us because you had to travel there yep. you walk in you go in, you got this big old soundboard that's just a MIDI controller, but you think it's, like, legit because it looks huge, and you got speakers. But we never used it. it. Never used we never it. used it. There's a booth right. in front of you, and you just have the vibes of being in the studio. And we're, like, 2021, 20, 2019, and we're just like, yeah, this is it. And we're just playing baseball in school, making music in the studio late night, eating the least most pizza afterwards, and never sleeping. And it was delightful. Yeah, it was literally never was sleeping delightful. because because there would be times where it would be, like, 11, 11 at night, 11.30, and we just literally walk 20 yeah, minutes to... To the school building to go to the studio for just an hour, I think sh- hour and I a think, half because it closed I know, at like one thirty, sh- like two. I think it was open to yeah one thirty two. Too. So we, we, we go there to, to like two AM, and, yeah. and then and then and then we go to sleep at like three three thirty, and then you're waking up at like eight, and then you're like yeah. class, baseball, class, and then you just practice, you, you never slept, game, never like, slept. I was I was actually telling one of my friends not too long ago about like just what I used to do, and I was like, dude, I did like six hour classes, three hour, four hour baseball practice, five hour practice training, on top of partying. And making music and having time to like have fun. And they're like, Yeah, it makes no sense. When'd you sleep? And I go, I didn't sleep. <laughs> I thought it was like two or three hours a night for like never. when I was 19 to 22. never dawned on me. Never dawned on me because yeah. when you think about it, we really did sit in class. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I, we weren't allowed to actually. So it wasn't like we could not go to class. And we had to sit in those three hour classes. And like you said, sometimes you had two classes in a day. A six hours of class where mm-hmm. it either is at 8 30 and then you're getting out of class going to practice and then you have got three 3 30 class to 6 30 and then you got to eat and so from yeah. 8 30 so the first 12 hours of your day were consumed and exerted a whole bunch of energy and we still just somehow was like all right 10 o'clock rolls around i'm walking down to the studio <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i'm walking <laughs> like, 20 minutes to 20 minutes to the, to the studio deal. And then yeah. after I do that, like you said, after I walk 20 minutes, 12, 30 rolls around, yo, we're going to this party up on California Street. Yep. All right, yep. yeah, let's go do that. And yep. um, I think I think that's just wild because, like, I look at it now and I'm like, I would die after the first night of doing that. I oh, yeah, it. I'd be in bed by nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Not it's anymore. just not happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. People I think people that's on Instagram, crazy. like, oh, I'm in the studio 4 a.m. not sleeping. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm going to bed idiot. at nine, I'm going waking to up at seven. seven. I'm having a fresh yeah. mind and I'm getting after it the next day. I'll be good. Cause like this yeah. this whole not sleeping shit is for the birds. That's <laughs> just it makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Joke's on you, buddy. Yeah, that shit makes no sense, man. There's no longevity in that. Um, but what's but cool, yeah, so um real quick getting back to um the two other names you mentioned were like Lenny and um Sanjay. What's cool yeah. about those dudes is they saw our passion and they knew we were raw. They like we we had talent, but we're not where they we know. were now. And there were kids more talented us as far as musically, but we had a we had a vision and we had a drive and we worked harder than anyone because yeah, we they were know. always there. Matter and fact, they knew they they was like was, the dude, these one. kids, yeah, they knew we were gonna do something, you know, like Lenny, he helped us out so much, but uh, he was the an infamous, yeah. and there was an infamous conversation, you know, we had with him in one of our buildings. Where I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure you were right there, and he was showing us probably like Ableton Live five or six at the time, and he was like, "Yo, man, I want to show you this, dude. You're gonna use this one day." I was like, "Yeah, okay, buddy." FL yeah, gameplay, he, was, like playing, five, he bitch. was playing with fucking Tetris and like, right. "He was showing me, yeah, he was showing me like how you can build for loops <laughs> and like do like the um, the, the um, what do you what do you call that mode that you were always doing when you build the um, not the sets, but like the um, I don't use it groups, groups, but no, it's like the um. On the mixing window, you do it through the mixing window. In um, live? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like sets. Well, anyways, he was showing me that with like, you know, how you could like do everything with like macros and stuff like that, With like how you can yeah. group everything. And I was yeah. just looking like so dumbfounded, like, wow. And he goes, One day, he goes, I was just like you, man. I used to make <laughs> hip hop beats in <laughs> FL. And then I started making EDM. He goes, One day, you're going to use Ableton Live and you're going to make EDM music. And I said, No, I'm not. And now Not I a do. shot. Not a shot. <laughs> and now and now it's like a fusion of like everything. Yeah. Everything, all at one. Everything. It's like and it's, dance, and it's live. It's, it's, inspired, crazy. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It man. is crazy. Um, it is crazy. And then again, yeah. to Sanjay, as far as like the mixing, he was always, you know, like, you guys uh, know what you're doing. Just trust yourself. You have good ears. Just trust it and do it. And he always really tried to help us more. So he'd be like, okay, you have the creative side down, but then get like the business side down. Like. Yeah, if you're putting the hours in for the creative, you got to take time for the business. Like, is your social media right? Like, are you being proactive? Like, what, what, what are you trying to... It depends what you're trying to accomplish, but like, if you're trying to be this like production group that makes money off that, well, you need to reach out to people and all this stuff. But he was cool. He was, with I mean, because you know what's took cool about them... Too. What's cool about them... You're right. Went to Expressions, took a to that mm-hmm. studio. What's cool about them is they were technically... Maybe four years, five years older than us. Max, they weren't too much older. Yeah, at, you know, Lenny so might have been time, time. Lenny might have been late twenties. Yeah, at that time, um, I mean, they were doing the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I know Sanjay now. I, I actually, did I tell you how I came across him? I think it was like two years ago. He was walking outside. And I met up with mm-hmm. him, and we chopped it up. He's like the head IT guy for that school now. He like any any technical any t- any technical problem that goes on at that school, Sanjay is the one that like just oversees it. Just presses a button and fixes it wrong, but like. Um, they were doing the same thing, and that's why I said he was YouTube University before it existed. Because mm-hmm. we're in the studio, and he was showing us how to—I um, forget what it's called, man. Yeah, he used to just like almost hang uh, out. He's just, give just us, like yeah, he just lessons, like just just be in the studio with us. I, the, here's one thing I always remember about him. I was re, I was uh, recording maybe Hot tidy. and as I'm recording, he pre- he uh, he said he said something about like his flow is always on the clap. And like it it just stuck to me because it just seemed like on some records it's so generic. And on some records it sounds like it's supposed to be there. And yeah. I remember, I remember where we were at expressions or something, and he was showing us how to uh channel, mix something. Remember, I I forget what I forget the setup, but it had like red chords, yellow chords, green chords. He was probably doing like analog mixing or something. It was, yeah, I think so. And it was like dual ends. He was just plugging shit in different spots, plugging shit mm-hmm. in different spots. And I'm just looking at him like. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now, but what he did was just like amazing because he didn't have to do the shit. We didn't pay him. And now you think about like all the people we've come across the shit that he did, they would say, Hey, you guys owe us like $5,000. Right. Yeah. When you talk about like time that he spent, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just think that's like, he was just hanging in our session. Like there was no one else at the school and we're the last ones. left. Sometimes you're hanging there for like 10 minutes. Like, Oh, that sounds cool. Oh, maybe you should Mm -hmm. like do this to this. You know and then um oh you guys want it to sound like this watch this click 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 yeah. click, click see this how you do yep. this and he was yeah. big on workflow and work pace too huge, so like huge, understanding your shortcuts huge, and then having huge session organization, organization. Sense yeah. the organization and setting it up just understanding the key cuts yep that was so that was good um uh, everything that we do right now I definitely would say we have to accredit to fucking Lenny and Sanjay 100%. because that's the foundation 100%. of it. Yeah that's yep. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
0: yep um yeah and, and so kind of getting back to the timeline though uh soundproof your room never comes out we recorded we did that we did a, we did a show in berkeley which was really cool we kind of had got that whole group thing ball rolling and and then you know groups you, groups happen groups don't happen and they kind of go their own ways and, and i think at that transition point in 2000. And fall of 2012 or summer of 2011 a 12 was it summer or spring of 20 2011 12 i don't remember the time frame where we kind of just kept making music after soundproof didn't as a group mm-hmm. and i right. think that was i'm trying to remember when that was i think that was spring 2012 we finished soundproof your room in like 2011 yeah right yep. 2011 or whatever and so, mm-hmm. summer of twenty twelve. At this time, are you are you living in? Are you living in on a terrible at that time? Twenty twelve. Yeah. Yep. Summer twenty. Right? Yeah, I was living there. I lived there for a few months, and then because um, spring, because spring twenty twelve had... was in Pal, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so if, if that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that timeline right. So, if that's the case. Terrible rolls around. And um, I think, you know, one funny thing that always reminds me of this time of 2012 was uh, future was just kind of hitting the scene and turn on the lights was out. Yep. Oh well, yeah. Remember, yeah. remember yeah, yeah, when you yeah, said yeah. that No, no, no. Was Yep, yeah. yep. I was just cause we were at we were at Terrible, and I was like, yep. I remember the first time I heard that record in my dorm room. I'm like, what the fuck? Like yep. you, this is terrible. You can't fucking yep. you can't even sing it. And I remember you're just like, yo, I think this shit's hot. I go, this shit's hot. I go, dude, listen to this part right here. He goes, I wanna tell the world about you just so we can get jealous. And I was like, that yeah, shit's yeah. Sick. I, re- I remember that. I remember <laughs> I put that, everyone vividly. on that song. Every, I, I remember that vividly, song. and it's crazy because of how much that's just like the inspiration and like the you know pop, pop, hip hop, pop mm-hmm. right now. Um, but yeah, 2012 was cool because I was driving all the way to Terraval, uh doing doing all kinds of things. You're living with Kenny, you know, going to the mall oh, and blowing money. Yeah. And the boys, yeah, yep. shout out boys. to Mike Ray. Boys, boys were on. Boys were lit. I, I was in a yep. sling, raging party, and a, sling. In yep. a sling. Remember that we were partying yep. at Terrible. Um mm-hmm. And so then, uh, when, when, when twenty twelve, we move in. Well, we the reason this is there. all relevant is because there we kind of started making more, um, almost in a way, demo type records. We we're kind of thinking more yes, for other that's people. That's what I was trying. Yeah, we're making that's some really cool to. pop records. Um, Peer production. Cause I think that's when we oh, kind of right. did some records with the David Pablo kid, mm-hmm. made some cool records. But then, mm-hmm. um, eventually we move in together over in, uh, Emeryville. And that's when like even more, we we're kind of like, well, even at Powell too. We kind of messed around in Powell and had some fun briefly with some like stupid, like joke tracks, but it was really like, I feel like, a, uh, the courtyards, the infamous oh, yeah. courtyards where it we started really kind of like Rio on man. our own. When we were bored, not making beats, we'd be like, Oh, it's right to like, you know, um, we in this bitch, you know. We were writing shit, yeah, so yeah. That's when we started right really time. writing shit, just kind of yeah. like writing. You know, we didn't want to make our own stuff, but we would just write shit. We stopped like, just that's making beats. Where it started. That's yeah. when we stopped just, making, just making beats and beats. started to trying to make records. Uh, Twenty yeah. twelve is when it kind of started, mm-hmm. and then yeah, that that would that would actually time up right because I was still playing. We started writing more. You hooks. You had graduated. We started writing more hooks for shit. We started because mm-hmm. you did "I'm Ready," which got stolen, of course, stolen by Chris Brown and fabulous by the Runners. They stole it sarah j yep. definitely stole that record yep. i yep. never she stole forget. that record probably had, the had the runners remake it i still got the receipts where i hit her up you no know, i hit her up and was saying, hey um did you play i think i said something like did you play this for, for them or whatever she was like no nah, i mean records sound the same all the time and i was like all right no well, no, no, no no out. this sounds the same <laughs> i was like check this out i send <laughs> her the record and she's like oh wow this does sound like that record i'm like yeah, and yeah. you're the only person we sent it to Did and yep. you got credited working with the runners and them. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. our record. So I know that record got stolen. We'll never be able to prove it, but I'm okay with like living yeah. with the fact that I know it got stolen because the hook sounds. We, the we same. inspired it, we inspired a hit record. That's cool. That that happened. <laughs> I know that happened. She yep. she indirectly admitted it. Um but that was it. That was that was the start of it because 20 2012 rolls around, um, or 2012 fall. 2013, 20 2012 falls. We were making those cool records, like you said. We in the were writing the click, freestyling. Just you know, we had the coolest setup. Living in what a one bedroom, split in the living room, put a studio yeah, in the one bedroom, bedroom move the mattresses out to the living room, put a, <laughs> put a put a booth in the closet, put a booth in the closet, just, set up a studio. It was just got but and it was, was it was what, it was what we were. If you knew us, in yeah. 21, 22, 23. We were like, yeah, that was that was it, man we were like poor kids. We were fucking poor. that's just what it was. That was the track. <laughs> Courtyard's is a 65th. Yeah, so we just we did, did We were inspired out, by, you know, never by ignorant shit. So we did ignorant shit. Monkey see, monkey uh, do, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was great because, you know, I, I go back, I listen to those Dropbox records and I'm like, this would just a great time. What a time to be alive. great great. It's a great, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that happens in fall where it's, we're still kind of transitioning because 2013, or no, 2012, I think winter of 2012 or at the top of 13, I go out, I think to Boston. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when, let me know if I might be ahead of year, but let me know if I'm ahead of year here where we made a student night and Oh yeah, Yeah. um, yeah. And what, what finally came to be nobody else. Because we recorded those demos. That sounds about right that year. I think yeah. that was in, in, in. Well, no, hold a, on. You minute. know what? It might have been 2014 because I think I already moved home because I met um, Brian. Oh, met Brian. Um, and Okay, so yeah, I I'm, uh, I'm met you. when I was still in California, but when I moved home, I was hanging out with him more. So I made I'm ahead that. of you. Yeah. Uh, because all of remember all of 13, I'm playing college ball, right? I so sign in the summer, I come back. Because it was kind of like a break. So like basically that's not I that, Yeah, that's not Like like a, a mixture of like 2013 and 2014. No one we, we didn't really make music at all. I know home with Yes like, we did. Yes, we did. You had Taste Giving Jay Wow. You had Shape. You had the one. True. You had true. To it. true. You had true. Um, Very on the true. low. You had some like Very again, true. kind of, but after that, kind of after startup, after that, As far as like startup us doing, doing stuff, right? That was dope. Yeah. But as far that, as that that was like me, you doing yeah. stuff, we kind of stopped because you you went and played with the Dodgers. So you were busy, so you really couldn't do it. Thirteen and, and 14. I was yeah, just kind of yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what to do. So I'm just gonna like make some beats. Yeah. And then I met Brian, and we'd go to his house, and I taught him how to produce because he could write. So we just kind of hang out and make some stuff. And Which, I just send it to you, send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. So let yeah, and, so let me uh, let me backtrack there because that because some of those I gotta shout out, I gotta shout out the guys to to, to Jay Wild and, right, yeah. and uh D Taylor because we were yeah. I'm 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 thugging it as a as a poor minor league ball player living in Treasure Island and I'm just making I'm making club beats and we're mm-hmm. just rapping over them still at the school, by the way, still going to yeah. the school, recording shape. That's when Taylor and he, he can rap, you make that yep. record. I sent it to you. You're like, this is crazy. And, mm-hmm. and we used um we used the one, which we did in the Vallejo studio. That's when mm-hmm. we started recording with some autotone. Chris Mix was a part of that. Chris Mix is a legend who I don't even think engineers anymore, but he's a legend in Oakland. Everybody yeah, he's that a knows Fact. who Chris yep. Mix is. Uh, yep. Ask asked Simba about Chris Mix, because yep. that's where it starts. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. But so East Oakland, baby. That's yeah. That's thirteen. That's international drive, like, BB. International. <laughs> that's the, that's the, yeah. yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! If only, if only we knew. <laughs> um, but so that's thirteen. Now that I think about it, because I was playing ball, you right, and so it was kind of like a. a I kind of held a lot of people up. I, I think about that sometimes because I held up, I held up, I held up Tay and Jay because I had to go to like spring training, but we had, we literally just had Shake on the radio. Like yeah, they had to hook up. Tay I had a hookup with this DJ. DJ spun we that send record. We sent him the record yep. and it's playing. Then at the same night, I remember we the went to this club in Berkeley. They played at this club. <laughs> they were playing the one in the yep. strip club. And like there was a little bit of traction on um, Tay, Jay Wild, and Skip. Yeah racking yep. because we had this like organic early day Club early a, you know what's crazy is that at that time is when pilo i am sue everybody mm-hmm. that's from the, the, the bank that's the like that's popping right now yeah th- it was like it was like at that time and I, I always think like if i wasn't playing ball in terms of a time commitment we'd probably be in that same realm of making yeah, music yeah we would for sure that shit had traction at that time like those dudes, great dude i remember them becoming popular i remember me yeah. and you being yeah. at guitar center in like 2010 yep. 11 i think it was in this yep. guy who worked there i think his name was like a neck no bullshit neck it just was goes, a neck he hey bro you know who's next you know who's next bro i am soon I, I, I remember i am so the fuck's i am soon i listened to i am sue i think he, he did that um up record right was that yep. the one he was talking he did, about he did that yep with uh, just with, uh love Friends or something yeah and, yep. and um, I just remember being like, yo, this dude's right. I am Sue, you know? And then yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, crazy yeah. seeing those guys who were um, quote unquote, nobodies at the time and where they are now, like the pilos I am Sue, Because like that's what, nine years ago now? Almost nine years yeah, ago? Yeah, and we were like there yeah. when they were coming up. There it when awesome. it was coming up. Because I remember, yeah. I remember uh, um, it was this club <laughs> where everything used to pop off at. 330 Rich, oh, where yeah. they promoted a whole bunch of, I think Kelani's manager right now promoted a whole bunch of parties there. 330 rich. Um, it was kind of like, that was a scene. And I just know that we were like, we were like on the cusp of that scene. It's not right there because we had those records and we were like, mm-hmm. we were shooting videos. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's cool. Like them, like I said, them, my guys, detail, detail, uh, uh, Jay wild and, and the original just like, French Montana Jay wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it was just, <laughs> it was so organic when we really was making that music. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, again, I'm I'm playing ball in 14 uh, and really through 15. And this is where it kind of this is where I think the turning point, because 2015 in March, I get released and uh, it's crazy. I get released. Also, no, I I got a kid on the way. I get released and I leave Arizona and I fly to Boston when I get released (laughs) for no reason. (laughs) For no reason. I'm just like, yo, I just got released. I'm coming to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> great to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think at that time too, you know what album was out? Uh vale, album about nothing. Um, white shoes was a vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time it was just like it was the top of spring or like mid-spring. It was like a great time to yeah. kind of reach was Post to be was, was popping. Uh yeah. so that was yeah, that was 2015 that was and a great time <clears throat> that was like April It was like April March, April, May 2015 uh, I didn't know if I was going to keep playing I was still trying to go play ball you know and then um, so the music we were still just making shit here and there like on our computers you know like I said I think we had Nobody Else done by the because we did that in like the fall of 14 we yeah, did Nobody Else right. in like the fall of 14 wintertime of 14 out there in Haystay Studio we did Studio and night, also another record Nobody that Else um, no 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 what was that other one um I ain't fucking with you because um oh, my things back. you do fall, fall back. back, dude. That shit's ironically, hard. We ironically not make that. <laughs> I know ironically big sean put out I don't fuck with you, I think simultaneously. So it was kind of like oh, yeah. we would we would jog them because but you know oh yeah whatever um yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was that was the time in 15 and then the turning point happened because I go to New York and play Indie ball and um I just got my laptop. And the one thing I do remember about that time is I made uh, that authentic record that eventually mm-hmm. ended up being with Shoot Mac. I made that mm-hmm. on my on my laptop, literally just like on the keys. Um, but that time was cool because that's when Tinder was popping, and I got to tell the mm-hmm. story because if I don't, this is the basis of this story on Tinder. I'm swiping on Tinder, swiping on Tinder, swiping on Tinder, and um, I see. Can it, I say girl. something real quick? Hold on. Can I say yeah, something real yeah, quick? Go, ahead, screen, go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Because you mentioned Tinder, the first time we ever heard of Tinder. Bring it full circle. <laughs> where were we? Do you remember? Chris Mix's uh, studio. Chris Do you Mix's that? studio. I'm telling you, Chris Mix, bro. Chris Mix is a hall. legend. Yeah, he's Damn, a legend. Can, Meet chicks, man. And, and, chicks <laughs> them. and we looked at each other like, "What the fuck? <laughs> 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 what kind Mix. of world we live in?" in? <laughs> Chris Mix mean, just legend. works just like that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, all right. So the only reason, the only reason is relevant is because it literally is like the, it's the turning point of kind of where we are now. Um, I swipe right on this girl. Uh, I'll just call, I'll just say triple X cause I don't really know her official name. Um, but she just has three X's in her name. Uh, uh, she makes cool music. I think her name was Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Rowe. And I swipe right. And, um, for whatever reason she was on Tinder, but so we connect, she apparently swiped right on me. Um, I think I found her Instagram cause it was in her bio on Tinder and I see this studio and it's 2015. Now what was popping in 2015? Fetty watch. 2015 was Fetty Wap's, like,
1: he owned Rise.
0: everybody. Yeah. He owned everything. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, this girl records at the same studio that Fetty Wap records at. And I'm just like, yo, there's a studio in Jersey. I'm in New York. you in Boston. We got to go to this studio. Yeah. Remember, it wasn't too far was from actually where you live, though. It wasn't. because It wasn't. That was mm-hmm. the time where I was like, bro, all right, we wanna we wanna produce a songwriter. We just gotta start booking st- sessions in studios and meet people, run into people. Yeah, Let's just go to people. these studios yeah. and play our records, run into people so they can be like, who are we? Mm-hmm. We can be like we're right. nobody, we got mm-hmm. these records. So we were like, all right, fetty wop, I'm gonna hit this studio up and see if we can just book a session. And we next did. thing you know, we book a session, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, very first session we booked there. Fetty Wap's in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when we meet the infamous Brian Peoples Garcia. Peeps mm-hmm. comes down, lets us in the studio. He's finishing up a record, and I want to say it was for Fetty Wap's album. I don't remember what record it was, um, but time, I know it was, maybe maybe it was time. It time or yeah, something. it might have been time because Shy, was, I think Shy was there. Yeah, I think Shy was there, and um, introduces us. We mm-hmm. say what's up. That was cool. Hottest artist mm-hmm. that we at the time. We meet him um one and thing that's super cool he was super cool it's always crazy because you meet these people and they're like 5'10 5'9 and like oh shit that was before I left but then he's yeah. like yo y'all can get a picture if you want and we're like all right we're like, cool yeah no, we're good um yeah, we're, yeah, good. we're just we're just here we're here to make music man I don't <laughs> we're just to take here to flick <laughs> I don't know I, I was I'm just here to make some that. music like, man I probably should have took a picture with Fetty Wild, but I also at the same at time right I don't know I wasn't really there to I didn't expect to run into Fetty Wap and like, Fetty i don't Wap. I'm I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not like a fanboy. Like yeah, I, I am yeah, yeah. and I'm not. Like at that time, I felt like we belong there because of what we were doing. Not so much to be like, hey, we're here. We came here to make music. We came here to play we music, make music, right? Yeah, not to be. So it wasn't like uh, a disrespect thing. It was just more but so also, like, That's it. Yeah. That was important reason we was going to these studios is because we don't, we didn't have what we have now, which was the capacity and the ability to record ourselves. So we needed mm-hmm. those studios. We felt like mm-hmm. we go to this studio. Before what we were doing at the time. Before what we were doing was, at the time, making these demos. Run records. into people and then make yep. demo records. Exactly, right? So we do that, we go to that studio, we build a relationship with Peeps. We build a relationship with Shy. I think either maybe that, that second session or no, that first session, Shy hears some records. Shy here. Um, I paint. know for a fact he liked um he liked um what's now uh, KYB because we had a yes. different hook. And a he different was, hook like, on and I didn't know who he was at the time, but he was like, he was like singing to it. And he was like, oh, I should do something like this, and I was just, like, nah, it's all right. <laughs> 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 like not in a disrespectful way, but like you know, I didn't know he owned the studio. I mean, <laughs> I just like I wouldn't have like not saying I would have used his idea, but I would have been more like, oh, like hey, what's up? But It was just like funny yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah, just being, yeah. like. That's, you know, ironic. This guy just that's ironic. Generously, he, like just kind of sitting in our session and like being cool and like trying to be creative with us. And not saying we weren't allowing him, but it was just kind of like he did come up with a cool idea. But you know, you're like set, like thinking how you want to do something. Yeah, it was ironic he ends up writing. He ends up or doing a hook for us on that on that same project. That's 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 the ironic thing about that. But uh, that's the foundation of so amazing 2015. Songwriting demo records because we'd go Which there almost leads, once a month. We would not almost. We went there once a month. Literally yeah, all the fifteen right? and sixteen. You would you literally we went there once a month. Fly out from California. out from California. We'd either meet in New York or you'd come or here. We'd come come to Boston drive in one drive, drive, drive. down. It was sleeping was, in parking we lots, lots, cars, we airports. We were we were fucking riding around in Times Square, Mercedes yep. <laughs> Benz for no reason. <laughs> insane and, and Mustangs for no reason, just because. Yep. Um, insane. Uh, but that's important because that led to uh, Walter Jones meeting right. with Walter Jones, and we're still making demo records. We're making demo records, right? And we had mm-hmm. what record did we have at the time? Uh, used to know. Um, we had used oh, to know.
1: We oh, had dude. hold What's on. What's the name of that one? Um, we had
0: hold on. Um, um, beautiful pain, but beautiful another pain. one too. Um, we had maybe I think we had move. Move, yeah, move, right. Dude, so, move. We're meeting with Walter. Now I got I got that because this, this dawned on me like a year ago. We meet with Walter. First time we meet him, we're playing these records. And we're sitting in his office and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I love when Shy sends me talented people. This this is this is hot, right? We play some and, hot shit. Uh, we play now, nah, we play some hot shit. And he was no, like, no uh, It's crazy to me because it didn't dawn on me. Like, I feel like we kind of missed this opportunity, but I don't know if it was an opportunity. He was like, I mean, like. I, you know, I could go up there and get you an offer right now for like $60,000. Like, you guys don't want that because by the time you like split it and paid it, you don't have any money in your pocket. And I'm just like, that was like a publishing deal offer right there where we could have been like, all right, yeah, now we want to do that. And took advantage of like no money, but at least had some connection because I remember he was like, I'm gonna try to get you in the studio with, um, I forget the dude's name. He was an A&R in Atlantic, I think. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm gonna try to get you in a session, and we were trying to hit him up to get into that session. And that never really kind of happened. And that's when I that's when it like, you know, it did dawn on me then, but like i looking back at it now, I'm just like the way that the industry was really moving. We were kind of still naive too, you know, because we were coming from a world where you show face, you show up, and that gets you places. Like remember, we pulled back up to Sony Sony studio, Sony, uh Sony, Sony Records in New York with no appointment. It was just like, yeah, we're just here to see Walt. Yep. you show up. We're like, yo, we just here. What's up? And, yeah. and his reception is like, oh, yeah, he's not here. He can't. He can just. He can just show up. I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> we did. So, but <laughs> that was. But we we met with him twice, though, because then a year later yeah. we met with him again. Yep. So a year later yep. we actually gonna meet him with again. And playing even more hot shit. More hot shit. And I do think he did, like you said at the time. You know, looking back at it, I do think he liked what we were doing, but it was like, what is he gonna do? We're nobody. Well, you know, here's the thing though. Keep this in mind. He's in a position, he was in a position. This is crazy, because it comes full circle. He was in a position where he was working with her at that time, right. who yeah. was still, who wasn't what she is today, right? Now, if right. we go in that office and we play some records that she could have used, true, we're true. probably we in just a didn't... different situation. Yeah, we you just didn't him anything he could have used. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do with these guys? And, and, you know? And that's Which why I'm saying, I didn't, we understand, like, you know, at the time, naive, but now, makes all the sense in the world. It makes like, all the would sense. He, Why would he, why would he invest X amount of dollars to make sure we're straight financially if he can't even use anything right away? Because he's got mm-hmm. a job to do, you know? And, you know, from talking with him, he was on his way out, trying to move to California, and he ends up moving, leaving Sony and going to Universal. So he's like, you know he, he's got his own agenda but i just think it's crazy because we we crossed that path and my mom's always would be like yo it was for years for you and at the time if it's not there it's not there at the time because it's not for you at that time and i just think like maybe that just wasn't we, it wasn't we you, right. know, you but, know but but on all right I see, time. before i make this comment i do got to say the first time we met him or it was the second time one of those times he um i want to say it was the first time but he goes Hey, you ever, um, you ever heard of the chain smokers? And I go, no, who the hell are the chain smokers? And he plays closer to us for the first time where it was just bubbling. I it might've just had around <laughs> views on YouTube. Never heard it before. or just Never heard him. And I'm sitting here listening. It's like, Oh, this shit sounds good. It's different. I'm kind of like, whatever, like cool chain smokers, bro. But you're sitting in the head and R of like, their their they Sony music. Yep. Sony music with the chain smokers is like brand. And He's like, do you know the chain Because I'm like, no, like no, <laughs> 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 He was <first> like <laughs> fucking A. It's like, <laughs> fucking A. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I kind of yeah. looking back on it though, it like where we are now, it's it's and and what we feel about the industry and just life in general, it makes so much sense for not doing anything with them. Just makes so yeah. much sense. It really yeah, it makes all like, sense. The best look- situation was not ever being affiliated with them not be for any other reason other than it's not what we are that's it but but yeah and, and that's and that you know and, and then kind of moving on the timeline that's important because that led to us releasing our own music and that first project published purposes only um, right because 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 we were like this record we put art to right. get us a publishing deal we sent them to a ton of people we sent these records to a ton of people we're just like well fuck it let's just put these records out ourselves so right it wasn't Which, just Walt, like, meeting yeah. Walt. It was, yeah. you know, we're sending to other records. We're going to writing events to places we won't know. That's right. right. I standard. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ponzi scheme. But um, so we are going there. We uh, were meeting some cool people. And then we, we met up in the cool uh, studio right. in Atlantic. I forget how we got there, though. I think it was through, like, someone inquiring about, like, internship. We were in the studio in Atlantic, one of their main studios, talking with people. Ism, Ism try, yeah, trying, to, Yeah. Guy? Trying to play some sit, And we're just sitting here, like... Yeah we we believed in our stuff we're like man no this is good stuff like it's good and we just didn't know what to do anymore and we're like fuck it in 2016 we're like fuck it we're gonna go to soul music studios we're gonna tell people it's like hey man um uh, we're just gonna record this for us at this time and man, he any 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 i'm pretty sure he was just like that's what's up like yeah. he was like now nah, he was, I, he was like, been, all right cool yeah he was like cool. I've been because, yeah, and you know why? that's right because because what he was doing he you know i gotta shout him out again because he would send our records off yeah, and Remember, do, yeah. That was all Tied off to like Like they might use uh, this. They might, you know, he even was, like he, tried, he, he was in the a, same was, boat. I always thought about yeah. that because he was he, like, a, he was a very cool had, dude. Very cool. He just yep. had a foot up in the game because he had his, you know, he had his placements with Fetty Wap. And so he was trying mm-hmm. to get more placements, which he did with some pop artists, right? Like Fifth Harmony and M. And, um, mm-hmm. but he, he knew we had some cool shit. And that was kind of like my validation where I'm like, all right, this dude just made mm-hmm. Fetty Wap a star when it comes to like production six, seven, nine know, uh, yep. uh, trap you know all these records and i'm like and he's taking our shit and basically affiliating himself with it that, that means yep. that like if he thinks it's quality awesome. enough then it's good enough to be sent off to people and so at that point i'm like if we if if it's not you know placing let's just put the shit out and we yeah. take the route of being artists at that point because we do at that use point in twenty sixteen right and, and and it started I, with the records you, you go scene. you go into the studio and I think well, first I, of all I, I was go, there yeah, Shy so was there. Shy was well. Explain this part, yeah. You go in the studio, you go into the booth because um, I think you were just like you were like yo, I think I can do it, and I'm like yeah, because I can't fucking sing, and you're like I can't mm-hmm. sing either, but like yeah, all right, I'm going in. So you go into the studio, and I don't know if like pete hits a magic button that says fucking diamonds. He had a good, like, he had a good vocal chain. He had a good vocal chain. It was special. when 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 that first bar comes on of the hook, I'm like that sounds like diamonds. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Shy's like, is that Jared? What? <laughs> Yeah. Why didn't <laughs> he just sing, sing? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he just sing? Nah, so yep. that was like that was the start of it because we were like, oh, all right, we can we can literally do this instead like rapping was nothing new to me, uh, writing rap was that new to me, writing you know, writing 16 first bars was because he fucking let JDP make a track and it's 24 bars. Um, well, but nah, it was, that was funny. That is was the foundation of it. Getting to that point though was cool because at that time, like you said, like the music that was out, I was very inspired by it. And I didn't want to um, really jock the style, but I was like, how can yeah. I mimic this in a way to make it our yeah. own? And we were making up-tempo, like, r- like just different shit. So I sampled, um, I-, I played like an interpolation of um, the Used to Know record by yep. Gautier. And I sang yep. like, the time will show how you got so low. Yep. And I remember making that beat kind of like being like, yo, I've never made anything like this. And it's just so That's like, you layered heard with tempo. like... Yeah, I found a great tempo That's he what, what sound. Sound. And he just knew we yeah. had a I'm sound speaking. And I was like, yo, we're going to run with this And we go and record it And then um, what's great is During this whole process We have these awesome beats on my laptop I go out to visit Steph for my birthday And we go out Me, him, and uh, D. Taylor on And um, <laughs> Someone didn't close the car door And a homeless dude <sighs> his car. And my laptop gets stolen <sighs> With all of our <laughs> And I go, well, oh, that's not uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, I end up buying a new laptop, and that starts the whole new process. I'm like, hey, here's that's a, a fresh start. That's a pivotal moment. A right big there. pivot. I get a Mac, move from PC to Mac. I get yep. Ableton. I, get rid of it, yep. I didn't start at okay. first making an Ableton, but one of the first beats I made in Ableton was, um, wow, I can't think of the name of the track right now. This is pathetic. Um, M80. Did we use it? Was yeah, didn't we use it? M80, leave. Leave. So, so I'm making this beat, and I remember I hit you up, and I'm like, bro, I've been making all this pop shit. I don't want to play chords in any of this beat. I'm gonna make yep. something, and I'm not gonna fucking whatever. Long story short, I go back to my ways. I make this track called Leave. Fucking fire! And I remember, like, I sent it to you, and you're like, okay, yeah, like range hey, like dude, this, no, blah blah you blah. sent it to me. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote like the first eight bars like immediately. And mm-hmm. recorded it and sent it back. It was like, this record, this hot. record's going to be hot. So we go to um So Amazing Studios, and this is when we were thinking, oh, we're going to make an album for ourselves. And yeah. I don't, I can't remember if we were, I think we were like, hey, because people's had to connect with M80. We're like, hey, do you think he would? um No. Skip, exactly. We're skipping a big part. We're skipping a big part here. Because originally, originally, we do the hook. I do the hook. And we were also taking uh uh we were taking um, side tours to Philly, remember that? We met these kids, mm, yeah. Met yep. these kids in Philly who was trying to be like a uh, he was an intern for Atlantic and he heard mm. Long Time. I sent him the beat Long Time that mm-hmm. I made. It. He loved Long Time. And we go down there. I remember because I remember That's riding right. to Philly. I remember riding Philly, listening to the original version of Leave. We we're like, Yo, this is it. This is it. I don't hook, even. I'd have to. Hook, I'd I don't even know to how that goes it. now. I don't, I don't even know how know that hook goes, yeah. but I'm just like, this is it. And we're like, this is it. And then, for whatever reason, we were just like, yo, you think, you think we can get M80 on the hook? I mean, the first? We were trying to get him to first. do it first.
1: first. And
0: Pete's was like, yeah, I set it up. And shit, he calls through, him. called him, comes, comes through. through. And for whatever reason, he goes in there and just does something different, and it's like that's it. No, 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 no. no, It was that's what it is. He's like, we we'll do the hook. So he heard the song, sings the hook on this beautiful ballad. I'm like, dude, I didn't know you could sing like this. Like beautiful voice. And then he was just like, yo, I'm gonna write. He just writes a verse to it. Just and, does it He did. Right um, he did. He did quote us for just the hook, and he just gave us a free verse. It was mad cool. Yeah, that was that and, um, not only a free, and then that verse, was the free video, free verse, and a free video too. Um, he was mad you know, cool. Or no, we did a trade. We gave we him fruits. Trade.
1: We yeah, gave yeah, him that's fruits. Right. That's right. Which is yes. a high
0: record. Like he got yes. a, he, That's a high record that he put out. Uh, he was actually that was on his album. He performed it. He performed it on tour. Yeah. With he was Wap that. Times. Yeah. He was on Proud tour. Crowd yeah. crazy for it. I remember that beat. That was awesome. I think he used to send us old, the videos and shit. That was awesome. It. That's on my. I old used sheet. to be at work. I'd be at work and he'd be sending us videos like, "Yo, look at the crowd going crazy." I'm like sitting here like fruits. This was yep. opening up for Fetty Wap to so like music we made. It was cool. Yeah, that was that uh, was wild. That was wild times. Um, because that was that was all the sixteen. Cause sixteen was sixteen was cool because sixteen like said, seventeen we making, was like a big like yeah. we were making our own shit and um, we were artists. Like we were artists mm-hmm. in a sense of shit features. I mean, think about think about the time and money. Oh, the features were insane too. features because we had we had who do we have on an M80, Audrey Rose Simba uh, YTK. Simba. This JT is too. This is like you know we, we know Simba a wow. while, and this is like yeah. This is symbol when he's. I remember when we shot the video for that. He was in a, he was in a transitional stage too. He said he's like yeah, I just got you know, off from like Columbia to a New Columbia Deal or record something. deal to something else. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to kind of catch him at that mm-hmm. time. We get him on that record. We get YMTK. <coughs> Shoot, Matt, Shoot uh, Mac,
1: yep. Shoot
0: Mac, JT. It was just he's a on Bay there. Area. It was a Bay Area album, but it, it wasn't. Was a, at but the same it was a cross track. blend. Yeah, it was such a cross right. blend because yeah. like you know. We're, we're already by already so that was pretty cool to make that that mm-hmm. that. We put that out, titled publishing purposes only. We shot some videos. Uh, big shout out to B gigs, um, yep. to artwork, videos. Uh, that was that was that was really cool because I think it taught us a whole lot. And and you know, kind of fast forwarding a little bit. I'm not skipping too much or too many pivotal points, but like that process is why we are at where we're at now. When it comes, I'll say this real quick. Just just one anecdote. <coughs> About the publishing purposes only. Another cool thing is, is um, for the track I would Rose originally Hurton was gonna have Rex Life Raj on it before he was like what he is today. <laughs> and look, not not like I'm a big fan of his music. We both are. We love Rex Life, and at that time he did it, no one really knew who he was. And we could get an affordable feature. It was a little bit more cheaper uh, than what we wanted to pay nah, for. Yeah. But looking back now, it would have been like, dude, having Rex on a record, he would have done something. Now nah, you're crazy. right, you know what? I love break, the RG break that down. Though. If we break that down real quick logistically, so because I remember yeah. we were at one of those, we were at an event that we won't name high <coughs> standard Ponji games, And um I hit up his manager. And this is a funny story because this is this dude named Ari. And I remember being on Instagram, there was this guy named Ari Rex Life, and he was like, light skinned dude with dreads. And I'm like, Oh, this looks like this must be his manager. His name's Ari. It says Ari in the email. And so I'm hitting him up and we're like, yo, um, he's the Ari on Instagram makes videos. The Ari, the manager. I think now it works for Empire. And so I'm hitting him up an email. I'm like, yo, um, can we get Rex Life on this record? We send it to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, if he likes the record. He'll do it. I think the fee was like 11 or 1200 bucks. So I we feel like, like 12 sounds right. 12, 12 sounds yeah, right. I think it was 1200 bucks. We like, all right, we'll get back to you. And then we were like, um, on another note, can you shoot a video for us? And he was like, we're not doing videos right now. And I'm just like, Nah, I mean, I sent him an email, I was like, nah, we want you to shoot the video for us. <laughs> and he never responded to that email. I'm like, oh, this might not be the Ari guy that does videos. But I think back to that where, cause we, we, we circled back and was like, yo, um, I think said something like, it's not in our budget right now, we'll circle back. And he was like, for sure, just let us know. If we would've just dropped the 1200 and probably had a verse from Rex Life on that record, that would've just been like the classical moment to have, knowing mm-hmm. that what he is now in terms of the mm-hmm. type of music he makes now, that record at the time would have just been like a, that. Would have been that. Would have been like a that would have been like, like a time. Dope is it's like we a would our own project. You look where those artists are now. It's like you know, yeah. YMTK is bigger when he puts out music. Like people, yep. he's got a bit like Simba's huge. Like all yeah. people yeah. don't know it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if he's really making music, but at the time he was huge. He was huge. He was huge Rose, tour. I don't know if she's making music at, anymore, but she was had a I uh, She a was I mean, she was an industry. She yeah. has a following. So it's like, you know, we yeah. had like this dope and shoot Mac was on the come up doing his thing. And, um, same with the JT, the fourth kid who was with, um, like E 40s label or something. He was signed right? to sick with, it. he was signing sick with the records at the time. Yeah. So yeah, it was legit, um, project that we were just kind of like, y'all going to put this out. And then after we did that, we we're kind of thinking like, okay, realistically, how can we keep getting to so amazing studios? And it just was harder And we were getting better at some things. And um, it was kind of like, I think I bought a mic at the time to do demos. I was like, oh, I'll just do demos and whatever. And we are kind of like, I think we got burnt out with the industry. I don't know if we went to an event, but I think we are just kind of like, yo, honestly, fuck everybody. Like, fuck this shit. Fuck this fake shit. And we're like, we're going to make our own shit. We're not going to make any more demo records for anyone. We're making music for ourselves. And we made a Um, decision... Keep this in mind. I mean, we we also broaden our horizons. Like, like you said, uh, we started listening to them. we started listening to different shit. Transmokers John Legend, true. We started listening to you know John, John Legend. The I inspiration because like, you're right. Yeah, I started inspiration really changed. Music probably around 2018, 17. I started dabbling with that. Once I started getting a grip on that, the arrangements, the production, I was like, bro, like we we got we gotta make some shit like this. Like we gotta make the inspiration That's when it really changed. It just yeah, I didn't want to make hip hop anymore yeah, um, or pop music that I just didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. I was like, fuck, fuck all of them. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I'm sick of the a I'm sick of these people who block creativity. I'm sick artificial. of all of them who started things just, yeah, and it's just all artificial. artificial. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what sounds good. And they're the nah. gatekeepers. I was like, I'm sick of these gatekeepers. I was like, we know what we're doing. We'll build our own pirate ship. We'll build our own foundation. We'll just go from there. And yeah. it was a slow process to get this project out because we, at the same time we were making it, we were building our own studio. Like my setup now, if you were to see it with the eights, I used to have five. Kind of slow. It, it was like, kind of slow, but like, I mean, when you think about no, it, No, but like, those So like, for mean, instance, like, you know, new interface, you know, like new computer, yeah. like just new everything on top of yeah. building the plugins and then getting better at mixing. Like even during the creation of this album, I mean, I was like, you know, we released six songs and I go, bro, I'm remixing everything. And, and you're day, like, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> I go, no, no, yeah, no, no that's like, what I, that's what I was about to say. Like, like, no, no, time. no, like, I can hear better. Like, I'm gonna make this sound better. And it's like, we put out, we put out Publishing Purposes Only in 2019. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. And then- That took like two literally, and a half years to make. Because that, that took two years to make because of the travel. But then realistically, we put out, I don't remember when the first time you sent me Can't Be Friends, I feel like maybe summer of, summer of 19. Mm -hmm. Um, because I came out in the fall and I laid down Can't Be Friends, the first verse because you came out in the top of 18, I mean the top of 20 and we finished like five records. Well, yeah, because I go because I made that and on top of that, I was like, I think we're like, oh, we're going to make a new album. We didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but we're making records. I was making some shit and Can't Be Friends was made and I was like, no, we know this is going to be used. It's like a blend between both worlds of what we were making and what we previously made. And then I was like, I want to make an intro. And I was just kind of thinking, I was like, I want to make something cool and unique. And I just thought of like dark days, brighter nights. And the, the intro that people will hear was a record that was made early on that we knew like that was gonna be the intro. It wasn't originally what it was because verses were <coughs> written. But once we knew we had that, we're like, okay, like we're running with this idea. We're gonna we we started taking records we had and writing to them on top of re- making new ones. And yeah, we started just recording it. I flew out there, you flew out here. And then it was more so just over email and um but but but, but like you said, highlight highlight the personal setups because like you said, you're sitting there with with now eights interfaces. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have like the shit that that we've invested into our personal setup is no different than what thousands we did in 16 yeah, and 17 of because of the money yeah. that we spent at the studio session. Just doing it ourselves, now. just doing it ourselves is the same amount and, of time, time It's time and it's, money in terms of investing it. And it's like, you know. You, we put the money up for the for the plugins, the mics, the equipment, right. the setup um, to create the vibes that we want to be able to record it to get the sound that we want. To where now instead of spending that five hundred to go yeah. to travel to the studio, I mean we put that five hundred into whatever we need to to do it ourselves and put a project out. And technically, it might have took us less time. We did what ten records, Published purpose only. I think has ten records. Mm-hmm. We did ten records for this for this for this for this project for this album, and we started it in the fall of nineteen, and we put two EPs out in twenty. Right. You know, and and honestly, because with we were delayed we were really, really record the, those records. With delayed, really the, the the putting out of this album was really just so much um, a satisfaction. That's it. I mean, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say delayed. I, mean, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it's something no you have a deadline, but yeah. in terms of like, yeah, you want you want something out like as soon as you can. But I just yeah. kind of hearing. And then your ears get better, and you learn something new, and you're like, "Oh no! Like, since no one knows about this yet, why put it out when I can enhance Damn. it and make it the best?" You know, songs yeah. that the six songs we put out, they're all remixed. They have a better mix. I will say better. They they sound better. On top of that, there's um new vocals on some of them. The vocals are different. There are different tracks. There's there's some different mm-hmm. ear changes on there. Yeah. I, I want to comment, but it's just funny kind putting out. Well, it's funny is like take a record like Take Me Higher. Uh, we technically could have put "Take Me Higher" just part two and put it on the album because it has a different hook. Same lyrics, just di- but it's like you, know, you look at what Kanye did with Donda. Donda, not to, you know, yeah. What's a different <laughs> topic for another day? But what's funny? Get back. To that, so amazing, real quick with Peeps. Peoples was. Um, I remember one session. He was like, you know, he's like, he's like, it's good to know. He said to me, he was like, I think you might have recording. He's like, it's good to know to kind of have an idea of what I'm doing and the sound I'm going for because one day, yeah. um, I won't mix your music. And I was just kind of like, I don't want that to happen. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a great point because I was like, fuck, he's right. And it kind of dawned on me then. Like, one of us needs to really dial in making our shit sound how we want. (laughs) So I just came, I was like, fuck it. I kind of already have a setup and I'm like passionate about it now, which I never was before. I never wanted to engineer anything. And and you know that. You know, I like want to do it. I want to sit down and track shit, mix shit. This was, and this is just our destiny because I think even in, um, in Even in Remember the Commodore, in the yeah. Commodore, no, was Powell. or in Pow, but no, Powell. I was I was saying this because we've always had this kind of relatable comparison to Cool and Dre, and yes. and and that's kind of the same. You know, Dre does a lot of songwriting. You know, he samples some shit. He flips some shit. He makes some records. He does a lot of songwriting, and that would be resemblance to me and Cools over here making shit, engineering and mixing shit, and that'd be resemblance to you. And they just have like this, this duo that 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 makes records across genres. This when it comes symbiotic like, relationship. Yeah, it's like it's, it's crazy, you know. Um, and then so that's kind of where we're at today with with Dark Days and Brighter Nights, which is which will be out in two weeks. Pre-order tomorrow. Awesome. Pre-order tomorrow, yeah. um, yep. 10 records that, um you know, me personally, I remember you called me and was like, yo, I just want to make this kind of music. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I thought it was <laughs> cool because because it was it was like I thought it was cool in a sense of songwriting in a different light for me, because this is when we started to just be like, yo, we're making music that we like. We're songwriting <clears throat> not to appease. And that's where it changed. That's where the songwriting became different. Because if you listen to publishing purposes only, you can tell that the records are written for other people to do them. These mm-hmm. records are written with more—not technically personal meaning, but more relatable meaning to just us as people, us and how we feel about you know? certain things. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, real quick, I do want to put this in there because it does belong in there. Um, shout out to Brian. Briano, he did yeah. help. He yes, loves sir. the work we do, and he loves writing to our stuff. He did help um, write. And right, um, I want to say it was like four records. Taking yep. Higher, The Hook, um, uh, Where Did You Go? He wrote that like bridge hook. Yep. Um, more, he wrote, wrote the verse I sing and, and like the chorus. And then I kind of um, had to flip that because, you know, funny story about my voice, but um, some things had to get sung a little different. I'll well, say that in a minute. But um, the, the last record, um, uh, Older. Those yeah, four yeah. records Backtrack um, he that he us with. Backtrack that because he also helped on publishing purposes only with that, nobody right. else. Yes. Even though yes. it wasn't his version, like we did that, he kind of mm-hmm. inspired that in terms of how right. we. Yep, because he played me the beat record. one day and I laid yeah, down the 808 yeah, and kind of yeah. helped yeah. arrange it and then uh, yeah. you wrote to it. So he's he, he's been there. That was from, cool from the yep. jump too. Yep, a silent, an, a silent a fake friend. Silent fake yeah, friend. Yeah, silent fake I want to also. We, we kind of skipped this part, but I want to shout out the guy. He seems like he's doing his own thing now, too. Uh, Rio the man. He was He was. Oh, yeah. when it comes yo. to that time at, at 79 with lights, please. Uh, yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. Roosevelt Glenn, but he was he was <coughs> inspiration. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. Just, you know, awesome. these, are, these are guys that, like, if we saw him, we ain't seen him a year. We met along we the way. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's a handshake and dap up, like, yo, what's good, let's go. Let's hang out because they was they was genuine people. So I want to shout out real the man Roosevelt Glenn because they made us helped us make some records back then that are just you know part of our foundation um mm-hmm. to where we are now. And I'm even for uh, I forget his out, last man. name, but he was part of our program. Chris, right? Was that his name? Uh, skinnier dude from uh, Alameda, right? Chris. Uh, he sang Chris. vocals on. um on, like, yeah um, yeah 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 yeah. He did. um He sang uh, the, that vocal part. Just saying, I'm saying. Na-na-na-na yeah that was that yeah god dude th- this uh, podcast is going to be titled what was the name of that record we can't what remember anything of our own shit yeah. <laughs> yeah but but, but <laughs> like you said it's what it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh let me see Would you say it's um hold on hold on hold on i don't want to misquote it it's, uh, it's a decade a decade right yeah, it's a decade and yeah, so, a decade in like, running of, so humble remember. shit humble shit i have it right on my desktop right here oh that record. too yeah that's a tough record but um yeah, no, there there are some people. We met some awesome people, man. And I, I love it. Uh, this, this project, what's cool about this project is I really feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't consider myself like an artist, like in terms of like a performing artist. Like, I don't know. I guess we're artists. Everyone's an artist, right? But like, yeah, this shit's dope. And I just know like it's going to come out. And then when we move forward, it's just going to continue like, like, yeah, we make our, what we want to make for music. It's no longer, you know, like, I love publishing purposes only, but it's like, that's not us. But it is at the same time. like yeah, no, no. this. Like, you, this, that, that, like you can hear, title... you'll hear the difference in, so- in yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. you hear it, like, I can't even tell you. Like, we're talking about like the genre. Like, I just call it alternative. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. someone might be like, oh, it's I, I like EDM. I
1: mean, yeah, because like you DM go from, from a record, pop
0: flair, urban pop, hip hop, but it's like, you go from a record like, like take, me take Me Higher. I don't know what genre Take Me Higher is. I really don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. You go from a record like Dark Dark Days, Brighter Nights to Can't Be Friends to uh, I'm Not Alright. I think it is. Or where'd you go? But then you also have a record like Guidance and more. And you're like, yeah, Guidance. I don't know what different, different is. shit. It's, it's like just this like punk shit. rock, old school hip hop track. It's crazy. It has this like breaking feel. What pop and pop? And it's, like pop yeah, it's, it's and, you know and it's, and it's just like it's 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 music, man. And it really is it's just really vibes, cool. good vibes everything we talked about is really a, is really a foundation of like, to this point as it being our latest release, um, it's it's exciting. Like I said, I was, I was like, not, not so much just kind of uh, indifferent, but when you were like, yo, I want to make this music, it was just like, all right, whatever. I don't, you know, why fucking not, you know? And yeah. I think why fucking not? Of, what do we got to lose? Kind of, you know what What do mean? we got to lose? Like, that's kind of the mm-hmm. approach. It's just like, yo, you know, a lot of times you'll be like, yo, uh, uh, I just made this record, what do you think? And like, I don't think anything cannot be good because so, something's you good always to anybody. That. You know what well, I mean? No. Like, It's important it's like, to say that. I'll, it can be good to somebody. And so it's kind back of like, when, why not? Right, because back when we were making music for other people, I always felt like I was in a box creatively. Like I'm like, oh, it has to be this yeah. way. Like the drums yeah. have to be, this is the bass, the arrangement. Yeah. All yeah. this has to be this way. And then like, making like this, this music, I threw all that out the window. So me speaking for myself personally, when it comes to like when I'm creating something, I'm not thinking, oh, I need to do this to appease someone at fucking, you know, Warner Chapel or whatever. It's like, no, I'm, I'm making. This. If this synth sounds like this, I don't give a fuck. It fucking is how I want it, and someone's gonna like it, because <laughs> I like it. That's one person. So maybe two people like it, or three, I don't know, know, but one person likes hey, it, and it's hey, me. But I firmly you know I I mean? don't know this to be fact. I just firmly. But you always used it. to say that though. <clears> you always yeah. used to say that, like, if it's good, it's good. Who cares? And like, it took you a long time to like understand because i firmly believe this artists yeah. that put it took me a very long have time. artists that have huge followings mm-hmm. I, 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 sometimes yes like the traditional hey we got to make this kind of record it's got to have this tempo and sound like this because we need a single for this but the artists who have full creative control they're not making music for others they're making music for themselves and others just like it because like mm-hmm. it's, it's because they made it for themselves you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's why that's the cool thing about this. Cause like I said, when we started this, I was like, why the fuck not? And to see what it's become, to know that I'm a part of making it. And that I did that song rope, produced, did write all of this stuff on it that we did. is like, it's it sounds, amazing. Good, man. It sounds, it sounds good. good. So like you can it play it from good. top to bottom and just be like, yeah. wow. Like, I'm I, proud of it. This is, sure. this is, this is nothing that I would have ever mm-hmm. thought of a decade ago. You
1: yeah, know what like I mean? Like a decade like, ago, looking a now, decade ago yeah
0: no shot what I like if we there. if we took this album right now took a time machine right back to playing one it for in, 80, back then like hey guys just be patient like here's where you get to in 2021 we would have looked at us and be like nah. wow like, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. it. Like, I wouldn't nah, have bought it. I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't make bought it. like that I'd be like no I, you way. can't make that in FL <laughs> yeah like, there's no way <laughs> <laughs> nah no, nah, no way. How'd you do uh, that? Nah, no way I did that. So, but yeah, I, I think mean, I, I was, we got uh, one last thing before we. Before yeah, I was to say. We want to wrap it up. Yeah, we got to um, we got to pick the hill that we die on um, regarding this project, regarding this process. Um, and I think for me, you know, if I'm gonna die on a hill, I'm gonna die on the hill of uh, if I like it, then I like it, and that's just what it is. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. kind of conforming to like you said that box. of uh, It's got to be like that. It's got to be like this if that's if that's the lyric i want to use, if that's the sound i want to use, if that's the arrangement, if it's a 24 bar verse yeah. or a two bar yeah. verse, like if i'm going to repeat the same two bars for the next eight bars, that's what i want to do, then i'm going to do it that way. Um and i'm dying on that hill when it comes to creative, you know, Yeah, you know, what? music. I'm 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 a second that not to not to cop out of giving my own take, but i just want to reaffirm that because um anyone, especially when it comes to art and especially with music, anyone can say all these lyrics are cheesy. This sounds cheesy, but it's like, okay, well maybe for you in this specific moment in your life, you can't connect with it because of what you're going through. You know, tomorrow you might hear this and be like, Oh my God, this is what I needed in my life. But that's key. I I like what you said about the lyric because, you know, I remember one of my favorite songs by the killers is Mr. Brightside. And it took me honestly fucking years to realize they, they, the lyrics are the same throughout the whole song. First, first the same as the second. And, I remember on one of the records older, it's a very repetitive record. And yep. the little part that that I wrote just sounded so good that we just looped it and added like so an good. effect on it. And yeah, when you're when like, it Yo, just sounds again. good. Just, just, just play it again. It, it sounds like it should come back. So just kind of giving it a nod to like that creativity. It's like, you know, if you like it, you like it. There's no right or wrong. Create. Just create. And I think,
1: Put to it kind, of like, to, yeah, to, to kind of put like yeah,
0: kind of put like you know to kind of put like a top you know a, a top on that is the reason I think that is like that's 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 the hill that I'm on is because it's organic like it's not it's mm-hmm. not. You know, it's authentic. It's nothing forced about it. So like if if you are just repeat lyrics or your arrangement is simple or your arrangement isn't simple, it's because that's what you were inspired to do in that time and that moment. And it wasn't because you were like, hey, I got to do it like this, because if you're doing it like this for an outside reason and, you know, an outside influence and not your own inspiration or creativity, then there's nothing organic about it. There's nothing authentic about it. And like you said, it's just not it's not you. And you'll push it out and you'll either get burnt out. Or it won't get received because I do think when it comes to creating music, creating anything that's entertainment, authenticity is always has the longevity, and anything that is fraudulent really gets exposed. It might not happen right, right away, but like eventually exposed. Eventually, yeah. you know, the cream always rises. Cream rises, baby. Yeah, yeah always. So I think that's a wrap. Real quick, we well um, time limit. We should. I don't think we mentioned it. Our background is our cover album album cover shout out to zach gracia for making it for us
1: oh that's Um, right yeah yeah
0: yeah. we do want to shout him out he's awesome um he 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 knows us shit we met him 2010 i mean that kid knows us a decade and running running. decade and running man it's the name of the episode a decade (laughs) and running because it's been a decade and we're still running and we don't plan on stopping so um yeah yeah so september um 17th friday official release September third, tomorrow when uh, tomorrow pre-order It'll Whenever you out, hear September this. So though, I, I would like track. to assume that this probably is gonna be released by tomorrow. So um you could probably already pre-order this by the time you hear this podcast. <laughs> I like that. Just, I like that. <laughs> yep. yeah. I like that type of time. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um we'll try to get this out as soon as <laughs> possible. But you but um yeah, yeah, you know, check it out. Yeah. Uh, if you like it, great. it, If you don't, if you don't, yeah, you know, if you don't, um that's your problem, obviously. <laughs> 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 but if you don't that's cool too you know you might one day always remember that because hey, you know that's important because I used to always have people be like oh I like this artist and not understand it and just one day it just clicked and dude let music That's don't, true. don't have a preconceived notion or expectation for music just let it hit you and just decide in this moment it, it, is this it, what I want to feel and if not let it go it's almost like meditation let it come it's let so it go. true I've and had I've had experiences it. myself with that where I mean even like I referenced before that turn on the lights record like I was like what is this and now like this right. record's high But I've also had experience where I liked music and now it's like I can't even listen to that in my car because for me at this time, it's not me at that time and it's not for me. So like music that's just not for you at the time is very momentary. And there's some music that does have that long lasting effect where it's like I can listen to records from 10 years ago and it's still for me to this record now and it's still for me. So like music is very, you know, transparent in that respect. So like you said. If it's not for you, it's not for you. If it is for you, it is for you, and you just sometimes don't know that in time, and sometimes you do know that forever. So, run with it, <coughs> stick with it, decade in running, and um, decade in running, baby, yeah. And I uh, think, we'll have more episodes to come about anything we want to talk anything about, anything we want, you'll get to know us, I guess, right? Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Right, this was awesome. This was awesome. All right, yo, I'll let you do it because you know, yeah, no, nah, see, just how I wrote. we just we just we just cut it off. Why can't we be friends? can hey, we?